Hi there, folks. Just before this latest episode of the Three Grumpy Simmers gets started, we want your help. Yeah, we want you guys to let us know why is it that you sim? How is it that you sim? How do you see simulation and how it fills your life? So what's going to happen is we've actually got a link which will take you to a place where you can let us know why you sim. And in an upcoming episode, we're going to be reading all of your feedback to kind of get a consensus of the community and what makes us all tick. So now's your chance. If you've always wanted to tell us, this is it. I'm Go sure, for it. I'm sure many of you want to tell us many things. So we're looking forward to hear from you about your simming experience. But now onward to the three grumpy simmers. Hi there, folks. My name is Noverwing24, and welcome to another long overdue episode of The Three Grumpy Simmers. And once again, I am joined in grumpiness by my two grumpy brothers. I am joined, of course, in, first of all, by the helicopter maestro and, of course, the developer of all things amazing in the helicopter world, <laughs> uh, Sergio, <laughs> the editor-in-chief and owner of Helisimmer.com. Welcome, Sergio. Hey guys, hey everyone. <laughs> and of course, not to be outdone, our one and only purple hat wearing Tom Kit, Tomcat aficionado and voice actor extraordinaire, Drew Belgio. I don't know about that last one. Seriously, folks, if you do any DCS campaigns, if you fly any of the DCS campaigns, you have more than likely come across one of Belgio's characters at some point. So, I, uh, as I said, I can I can one hundred percent say that he is a voice actor extraordinaire. Well, I will say this: uh, the Raven series, and it is now a series because remember the second one's coming uh, sometime soon. I don't know the exact date, but sometime soon. That one I actually just wrapped up uh, today. So all the voiceovers are done for that, and I have to admit that one was pretty fun to do, and I'm sure that uh, the player, they're going to enjoy a lot of the missions that they get to pull off with. <laughs> now, now I, I have to ask, I have to ask, so is the release date two more weeks? It's always too old. <laughs> you know how this works. <laughs> Especially DCS related. Come on now. <laughs> okay. All right. So, folks, we are back here together, assembled, uh, ready to uh, shake our canes from our front porches but by a topic that is something that we. We, we see on a fairly regular basis popping up on, on many of the forums that we, we all frequent and we all support and many of the groups that we support. And something that is, uh, by by and large, uh, it's not a, a new issue. It is not a new topic, but it is one that uh, has, once again, particularly with the light of uh, certain aircraft releases coming out over the last, you know, a few weeks and few months that the the question comes out again and the the question of course uh the, the question of course is um your mileage may vary and and what is it what is it what does an add-on mean to you so 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 we've come together and, and we we pitched this idea and i think it's a really important one to, to for us to talk about because one of the most common questions that you get, particularly when a, a new add-on is uh, about to be released or has just been released, is like, "Oh, should I get it? You know, you know, or should I get it?" Or the the perennial, I, "I've just bought insert sim name here. What are the in what are the add-ons that I absolutely must have? Must have. The, the must have <laughs> add-ons. Now, now, now we, we're going to leave the must have conversation. We we've covered that in a past episode, but I <laughs> something tells me we actually might need to revisit that topic as well. So, but we want to talk about the 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 attitude and the concept of of how the the simulation experience is different for different people and there are different products and different markets for that and 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 drew uh was was very adamant and and very uh in uh very very um uh forthright with this topic so i'm gonna sort of throw to drew for this to, to start this one off because i know he's got a couple of very very strong opinions uh, about a few add-ons lately and we can sort of progress from there so uh over to you my fellow grumpy <laughs> I told you I was going to throw you under the bus for this. 
First and foremost, I I feel like I owe the audience a little bit of a backstory as to how this particular topic came up. And it's a pretty simple story. As a lot of you know, we run Facebook groups. And in my case, I don't just run like one Facebook group. I am a admin or mod in at least eight different flight simulator related Facebook groups. And the most common question that's been coming up with all of these new releases lately, is it worth it? I see this over and over and over, and I'm tired of putting my same canned response, which basically (laughs) is, well, you determine what worth means to you. Mm. It's pretty straightforward, you know. You're a simmer. What do you like to fly? Where do you like to fly? What do you want to get out of that time? Do you just want to hop in a little Cessna and putz around here and there? Do you want to go bush flying? Just throw the compass out the window, throw the GPS out behind it. Do you want to, you know, get into an airliner and flick 5 million buttons for like the first 20 minutes before you've even pushed back (laughs) from the gate? Or are you one of those crazy SOBs that uh, loves to shoot themselves off of a boat at 135 knots and then attempt to come around and land and find a wire, hopefully the right one? You know, there's so many different things. And especially with uh, the last month in particular, we've seen a lot of stuff coming out, a lot of highly anticipated stuff that, of course, you got to love all the uh, YouTubers and streamers out there that have been, you know, shedding a lot of light on a subject. And even the developers, some of the developers have been, you know, very forthcoming with information ahead of time so that the av- the consumer knows exactly what it is they're getting. Of course, I'm talking about uh, some of the stuff that uh, has come out, like the Mad Dog, the MD-80, which just dropped not long ago. And then, of course, the uh, Just Flight, the BAE. 146, which honestly, neither of them are my cup of tea, but from the people that I speak with on a regular basis, absolutely phenomenal birds. The question again comes up, is it worth value? And, you know, we have to kind of examine, well, what constitutes value for one person over another? See, like myself, like I just said, I don't find a value in that because it's not something that I want to fly. However, you have something like a, an $80, $90 F-14 Tomcat for DCS. I'm all over that. Just take all of my money. Heat. <laughs> you know? it, it just varies greatly. And then, of course, we've got the PMDG that's coming out. And I was actually just on their site. Again, another aircraft that I have no desire to fly. But you know what? I can't fault PMDG for this one. And this actually got my eyebrows raised when I noticed their page, uh, they had like the pricing structure. You realize that they're going to be selling this thing for $69.99. I, okay. When have you ever heard of PMDG selling for something less than 70 bucks? So, so just, so so just as a bit of background here, folks, like, um, I, and, 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 and I'm generally speaking, I'm not a tube liner fan. Um, not necessarily a fan of Mr. Randazio either, in general. So when so I haven't been paying attention much to the the, the PMDG release schedule. And when the 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 Drew dropped the told me the price, I literally almost spat my coffee out. This is just before we started recording, because as as just what Drew pointed out, like that is unheard of pricing for them. Like their 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 NGX was what a hundred and. 30, 120, 150 dollars, something yeah, stupid like I think that. It was like 130 for the or something. Sims. So we're all anticipating it's going to be like that. And that was just that blew me away with that pricing. Mm-hmm. So so it's and 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 again picking up on, on, on what Drew's been saying, it's the, the idea of you know what's the value for you. And and I think that sometimes we need to we possibly need to and, and and value isn't about the dollar signs. I, I think we need to start 
in some ways decoupling those two things. Uh, don't get me wrong. Absolutely, the the dollar value and, the, and how much I, I'm paying, how much how much my wallet is going to hurt when I buy an add-on, that is always going to be a factor. But it's those other things that that the Drew that you talked about that's more important. It's the yep. what sort of flying we're going to do. Are we going to be shooting ourselves off, you know, a postage stamp at 130 knots and then trying to find said postage stamp that's rolling, pitching, and very wet? Uh, again, like, you know, is it that? Or are we going to be, you know, trying to take off and land vertically by while trying to hook somebody, you know, up, you know, from, you know, uh, you know from 70 feet below us, you know, while trying to not fall into our own downwash? It's... What you know, what's important to you is, and how you're simming, and how what you value, and how you value your simming experience is actually going to be a bigger indicator for whether a sim, whether a a, a sim add-on, or quite frankly, even which sim platform that you're going to spend your time in, is actually going to 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 play into it. It's going to play more than the dollar value will. The dollar value will always have a have a component, but it's the the stimmy the 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 stimming the stimming the simming experience that you want. Now, for me, again, for for viewers and, and people who know my channel and and know me and my, and my YouTube and my YouTube and my Twitch streams, um, you'll know that airliners are not my thing. However, um, I've been flying. The Just Flight One Four Six since it dropped, and I'm having a barrel of fun. It is something completely out of left field for what I would normally fly. I it's white man's magic that 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 box down in the center console where you're gonna punch them. It's white man's magic. Like I got no idea what's going on with that thing, but you know, <laughs> is it wrong? So you know, so, so the tools, the, the tools that I'm used to, you know, which is, you know, VOR nav and you know, mm-hmm. looking at a compass bearing or following, you know, you know, all, you know, all bless the, you know, have you heard about our Lord and Savior, the magenta line? Um, that's that's what I normally go for. So for me, programming an FMC and learning how to do that is completely out of left field. But I don't mind it for a once in a blue moon time that I want to challenge myself to an airliner um, because the hops on, on a 146 are going to be fairly short. So it still connects me. So for me, I don't have a lot of time. And, and I know Sergio, you can definitely sympathize with this, uh, that the, the amount of time, <laughs> the amount of time that many people that do content, produ- that content producers get to actually sim is really small, <laughs> so yeah. we have to be very mindful of, of you know how we see, how we invest our time. So it's it is about what you know when when people ask that question of you know what you know what add on should I, do I should I get or should I get this add on? Generally speaking, you'll actually already know the answer to your, yourself uh, because it'll be to do with what sort of flying do, do you enjoy now. There's a there's a there's a sub conversation to this as well, and and getting you know tying back into the value is that, and and and, and Drew, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback a little bit off uh, off of what you said before, which is the F14 Tomcat. So let's let's take the F14 Tomcat right now. So currently, uh, we have DCS World with heat blurs F14 Tomcat, uh, which is. Uh, I, I I am ashamed to say it, but I have the module, but I still haven't started that aircraft yet. Um, we won't discuss that, but you get the finger wag this time. Right? <laughs> That's that that finger wag is totally all on me. So so we have a a a high fidelity module with, and I believe, and I'm going to defer to you on this, Drew, on this one, but I believe pretty much every system that's currently declassified that's in the A and the B. Is modeled, is in there, yep. and is written and you know, compliant to publicly available information. I okay. think there may be like one or two things that are not quite where they need to be. But aside from that, yeah, it's pretty much the definitive F-14 Tomcat in flight simulation. Did they include the bomb kitty 
a software upgrade it's that she got. It's she did. Okay, I know because I know she got yeah, the bonkity upgrade later on in life. Yeah, you can do that from. Well, actually, you could do that from the get go. But I think what was missing before was the whole lantern pod thing. That's now in there, plus the the framework with Jester, so that he can actually be your right. bombardier slash Rio now instead of just a Rio. So, so we've got an incredibly highly you know, a highly detailed model, both of the the physical model, the avionics, the systems, and a goddamn AI Rio. Like, you know, there's a lot going on there for, you know, $80, $90 in DCS world. Then you have the DC designs. Then over in Microsoft Flight Simulator world, you've got the DC designs one, which is, you know, $35, uh, which gives us a really good 3D model, both internally and externally. Um, but it makes AOA index, which they still haven't fixed yet. Dean, I'm looking at you. (laughs) You just got called out, Dean. Sorry. Um, (laughs) so you've, you've got a detailed, you know, detailed model with avionics that are compromised. They're not perfect. They're not 100%, but that's because you're also talking about a, a a purely military flight sim with a very limited area of operations versus a civilian flight sim with the entire planet. So are some compromises made? Absolutely. But do the performance, the fact that they actually model, the fact that you can actually get a single engine stall um, if you maneuver, it's if you don't there. look after it, um, which, by the way, is freaking terrifying the first time it happens to you. Um, right in VR sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is why I'm not going to VR. So, yeah, so there's some compromises made. You, you don't have a fully functional air-to-air radar, okay? I, you know, you've got a, a, a two sets of HUDs. You've got an accurate HUD and you've got a more user-friendly HUD with what you might be expecting, say, off an F-16. So you've got some compromises made, but you've also got something that is literally less than half the price um, and you can fly it everywhere. So what, you know, what one to get? Well, again, it's not about the, it's actually not about the, oh, sorry about that. Uh, it's just, sorry, my pancreas is dis- dis- disgruntled with me. So the, it's not about um yeah, you know, so they're they're different, but it's not about you know which one's better, okay? Because it depends on what are you wanting out of your sim experience. Because if you want to fly an F fourteen through Star Wars Canyon, tell me, Drew, can we fly the F fourteen from Heat Blur through Star Wars Canyon? I'm trying to remember if they actually modeled Star Wars Canyon in the NTTR map. I want to say no. I don't think right. it is modeled. So. You can't fly through Star Wars Canyon. You can't fly through the Mac loop. You can't fly in operations, you know, when off in Hawaii, when there was a RAG group based at Pearl. So you can't do those things in DCS, but you can do those things in MSFS. So, and quite frankly, I'm happy with the few seconds and the fairly minimal learning that I have to do with my MSFS DC design Somcat versus DCS just I just don't have the time to invest in it. <laughs> Bottom line. And and again it loses back to what's my semi experience. I don't want I don't necessarily want every time I, I I launch the sim to model every step of a checklist to, you know, recreate a an actual F14 Tomcat pilot's day in the life of. I just want to jump in there and fly something. I want to have that. I'll still follow procedures to a point, but I don't want to have to worry about, you know, talking to controllers or, you know, maybe I would like to make, you know, a, a virtual ATC spill his coffee or something. But um, it's... I think everybody does. <laughs> it's, it's that whole point of what is your assuming experience? What is your value? So to me, ironically... As much as I appreciate both modules and I can appreciate where they both are, for me, the one that actually has the best value right now and the one that I get the most, they're not even so much the most value, the best value is the one that I get the most mileage out of 
is I get the most mileage out of the MSFS one because that's the one I've got way more airtime in right now. So, And ironically, the startup procedure for the MSFS Tomcat is pretty dang close to the DCS one. I think actually the only thing that would be missing would be um, getting your ground crew to hook up the, the power, power and the air. That's basically it. Other than that, everything else that you've got to go through. Oh, and the uh, the actual AC, as I like to call it, or ECS, Environmental mm-hmm. Control System. That's literally the only things that's missing from that startup checklist. Otherwise, it's identical. So, so, so there you have it. You've got somebody who 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 knows the Tom Kitty in DCS very very well, who can say that it's it's an it's a ninety percent solution. It gives you all the fun stuff without some of the detail. Now, let's sort of be, be clear on this, is that if you are the kind of simmer who you only want to fly by the book, you want to do everything you know, by the startup procedure, you want to spend 20 minutes at the gate um, pre-flighting your mad dog before you push back for a 10-minute flight, that's, that's, that, that, that is perfectly fine. And that is, we, we all support you, but it's not for everyone. And the value that you will get out of those things, you know, it depends on what you want to get out of your semi experience. Right now, one of the the biggest values for me, complete surprise, but, you know, I expected it, the Milviz 310R. And I say that having used the X-Plane version for how long now? I did a video on it years ago now <laughs> and now the, the microsoft flight simulator version has come out and at the amazing price of 39.99 nobody saw that coming we all expected it to be like what 40 50 bucks 50 or 50 59 59 is 59 is You're standard right. price for milvis so that was another surprise as well they absolutely nailed this sucker so even though they managed to reduce their pricing somewhat which is out of character for them, mm. it's definitely got the value because it's, you know, I hate that term and I know you hate that term, but it's, should I really say it? <laughs> yes, go on, say it. say it, say it. You oh, know, everybody's expecting God it. God, you level. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the term in-depth. But there we go. We, we can, we, we'll we'll rename it in-depth. Yes, an in-depth, in, yeah. an in-depth simulation of the 310. Or if you're into you know, having a more in-depth kind of aircraft where you do have to pay attention to what you're doing. You do have to take care of it. Otherwise, she will come and bite you in the butt. There you go. Here we go with the value again. Is it worth it? Heck yeah. It's worth it even more because it's a lot less money than we thought it was going to be. And and, and again, piggyback, piggy, piggybacking off that, you know, to again to and, and and sort of again sort of bringing back in the point of saying sometimes we do have to decouple price from value is you know we're seeing developers more and more starting to do this or well not not to say developers as a group as some developers are starting to go you know what we can still provide amazing quality products for different markets for for different price points uh and again another one that that uh, that i think is a, a great example of that is wing 42 with their boeing 247 that yep. aircraft is stunningly detailed what other what other add-on comes with not only an aircraft that if you literally do not wobble the wobble pump the correct number of times your engines will not start but also comes with an entire glow's worth of 1930s radio navigation aids. Like, and all for the princely sum of 20 bucks. But again, the flip side of that, so in terms of if, you just, if you're just looking at a cost point of view, then $20 for that, it leaves everybody in the dust. And PMDG, roll over, get out, because this has got more detail in it than you do for literally like a lot less money. However, is that going to be for everybody? Because not everybody's going to want to have that level of detail. So again, it's the your mileage may vary concept is really important to discuss here. And it's not to be done in isolation from, from pricing. 
Another place where I think it's really important to have those conversations about your mileage may vary is is in our, our rotary-winged cousins because you're all slightly crazy. Um, but, you know, there is a lot of mileage. <laughs> There's a lot of mileage that you can get out of, you know, and 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 I know some people that, for example, and, and actually, Sergio, I'm gonna actually going to piggyback uh, of uh, your recent video uh, and recent article that you published because DCS World, of course, is seen as, you know, it stands for Digital Combat Simulator. So it's all about the combat. It's all about the, the bangs and the booms and the boom flowers. And yet there are some really cool things that you can do for people who don't want to do that. Yeah, and I'm one of them. I mm. don't use this CCS as a military sim. I've been always very open about it. And uh, it's been really rare the number of times that I've been in DCS actually shooting something. Um, I think I spent perhaps half my time shooting stuff with Drew in a single session <laughs> in the UE. Yeah. So I and think I, I was, still have that one on YouTube too. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and, and even in that session, I, sp I think I spent more time flying the helicopter than actually doing any shooting. So the guys were just, you know, having fun. Drew was having a lot of fun firing and stuff and guys on the doors. And I was just, you know, Flying around, I did some shooting when Joe Hudson eventually picked up uh, the pilot seat. But other than that, I just have had my fun flying around. So yeah, it, it, it ends up to um, what is it that you want to do? And, and, and I think most of the time when people ask if something is worthy, um, again, they are just, uh, and I say again, because this is something that I've been saying a lot for a long time. People are just looking for a validation. They already have their mindset on probably getting that that add-on. They they just want the other elements of the tribe to accept them, embrace them, and tell them, yeah, okay, I'll go spend the money because it's worth it. Um, when when you, when you ask if something is worthy, or if something is worth it, um, you're you're asking a pretty much open open-ended question. You know, uh, how shall we know if it's worth it for you? Mm. Some add-ons are not worth it for me. Um, the PMDG stuff, I don't care about it. I don't fly airliners. I don't fly fixed wing at all. So, you know, PMDG stuff for me, it's just, it's it's relevant in, in, in the simming world because it's important. It's an important developer. But for me, it's completely irrelevant to be, to be honest. And I'm, I have to say that even if I don't like PMDG because I don't fly their aircraft, I am very pleasant surprise, pleasant surprise because of the price point. I I was not expecting the price point. And PMDG and some other developers, um, the one that I, I don't I don't remember the one that you guys just talked about, the the Boeing 247 um developer. Mm. Wing 42. Um, wing, yeah. wing 42, yeah, the, wing 42 the, exactly, with the Blaria, yeah. yeah. They have done exactly the opposite of what I was expecting and something that I have seen um, in the rotary world instead of, and it, we have, we have a huge market growing. We, since Microsoft came into the market, I was afraid companies like PMDG took the chance to either establish the prices that they had um, put in in the market before as a default or even increase them. And they have done exactly the opposite, which I am very impressed. I think they probably yeah. understood that, they, okay, we, in, I think that instead of, the, of them thinking, okay, we have a larger user base, so let's just milk the community. And that's the expression. Okay, let's just milk the yep. community because we have a lot more people coming into. We already have a name established in the community. People know who we are. Let's milk the cow. You know, let's get, get as much as we can because we can do it. Um, and that would be, honestly, a very asshole um, maneuver. You know, I was expecting something but, like but that. It, and, and yeah, and, and I'll, I'll, sorry to interrupt for two seconds, but I 100% agree with you. That's exactly what I was expecting. I was 100% yeah. expecting the likes of, of Orbix and the likes of uh, PMDG um, and FS Labs. Uh, well, we haven't really seen much from them yet, but in you know, Wings to do that and do nothing more than just simply, we've got the cow, let's just keep milking it because now we've got three times, you know, 10 times the user base and we can just keep, milking that cow um and it's been yeah. amazing then, yeah. to see them do the difference 
yeah, they've done something completely different, which is very respectable. Huh? I, I have to say, I have nothing but respect from developers that, you know, um, do the opposite of what they could be doing. And they, they would get away with it. Oh, absolutely. And then we have developers, and then they have we have developers, and I'm not going to name any names because you know exactly who I am talking about. They have that have done exactly the opposite. Now, see, see, have, see, see, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. They, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, they sorry, have developed, yep. it's not it, they have not developed a bad product, but the product is flawed, and yep. it's terribly overpriced, and and they are getting away with it. Because and, again, people value it, um, and, but and, they and, probably don't value it because it's an amazing add-on, you know, in all its uh, its slices of uh, of content. You know, it's not; it doesn't. It may have a good a good three D model, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but some some other areas are lacking, and the price point it's just. Um, I, I already told him it, it's, 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 it's really bad. It's really it's, bad. It absolutely is. And, and it's interesting to see, and, and, and you, and you're absolutely right. And, and I wanted to, uh, wanted to say this is that, you know, absolutely, you know, PMDG and, and Randa Zero and I have, have disagreed publicly on several things over the years. And, and as generally general, I have, I, he and I have definitely crossed swords before. Uh, but I, I, like you, Sergio, I have to give him full credit and, and, a really, you know, a really good, you know, as, a, as, as, as stepping up as a community leader and making that choice to say, you know what, we can do better. As a developer collective, we can do better. Um, and, and, you know, so, so huge praise to, to PMDG for making that decision on the pricing. Um, you know, credit to Just Flight for making the decision to, uh, lower the price of their BA one four six significantly from what they first announced the price was going to be. So you know we've got two leading developers that do very high quality simulation products um, that are saying, you know what, we as a, as a, as leaders in the community need to step up to be leaders and do better. Uh, so I'm incre- so like you, Sergio. I'm incredibly impressed by that. There, Milvis the same thing as well. Uh, Drew by pointing out that they're you know making their decision to to offer their three three ten at a at a more competitive price. Like um, seeing you know, and Orbix as well. Orbix is the same. Like their Orbix Orbix sceneries now are coming out with as better quality, better detail than they've ever done before, and they're coming out lower than their. ESP and X-Plane cousins were of the similar areas. So, so credit absolutely has to go. You're absolutely right. So, so credit has, has absolutely has to go to, to those you know, developers and Wing42 and more that are actually stepping up and saying, we can do better. We can do better for the greater flight simulation community. And, and, and again, that's where I, you know, uh, uh, sort of tracing back to, to what we talked about at the start of this is that sometimes decoupling that, concept of value and 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 worth from the dollar value can actually be useful because unfortunately you do have with the rapid rise of the popularity of flight simulation because of you know because of microsoft flight simulator which again is democratized flight simulation like no sim before it has ever done you know unfortunately sadly we've we've seen a number of um of unscrupulous developers, both uh, new, um, you know, who looked at the, who did exactly what you said, what you're saying, Sergio. You know, they looked at the the pricing histories of PMDG, of of Orbix, of JustFlight, of of all the developers, and gone, holy shit, we can make a shit ton of money out of this. We can just, we can scam, we can milk the cow. Uh, unfortunately, we've also and, seen and some. Let, let me. I'm sorry, Jason. Let me just add a, a little parenthesis, and then he can go on. And I think some of those companies put themselves in the market with this price, thinking something like, "Oh, we are going to be the PMDG of certain type of aircraft, because you know we can put the product out there and raise the prices, and people will call us the PMDG of whatever." Go on. <laughs> just yeah. Um, I'm oh, sorry. Man. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm sorry. Any 
scam developer that wants to slap a G1000 in a freaking Eurofighter and think that they're going to be seen as the greatest developer of all time. Not all of them. I was talking about some specific companies out there. Yeah, not that one. Freaking Christ. Those guys, those guys (laughs) are aircraft comes with a virtual cockpit. That's all I'm going (laughs) to say. Sorry. So so just, just on that one. If if I ever if I ever get a chance to meet Robert again, I am actually going to stand up there. I'm going to shake his hand for one comment that he made during the reveal video for the seven three seven, where he goes, you know, unlike some devs, at least we have a virtual cockpit. And I was <laughs> like, oh, you know what, Rob? You went you, you 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 and I have had disagreements, but on that one, I am one hundred percent with you. So <laughs> anyway, um. So yeah, it's that whole thing of you know we've we've we we unfortunately have some less less scrupulous developers out there, both you know new, who can. It's still not forgivable, but it's it's a little bit more like they're new. They've never made stuff for for flight simulation before, and they've just looked at the history, so you can kind of see where they they've come from. But then you've got people who are firmly entrenched, have been developers for a significant number of years coming in and quite frankly, just straight out stealing from the community. So yeah, it's, it's really important that we do have really good quality developers that are giving us really good quality product and giving it to us, um, you know, for, 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 you know, for value, you know, for, for financial value as well. But, but again, and, and and to bring this sort of full circle, it's it's about what is the semi experience. What 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 about your semi experience is important to you? What is what drives your simulating experience? Do you want um, you know do do you want uh, you know things that you know an external model that looks really pretty, but you don't really care so much how it flies or what the systems work. Do you want something that is an eighty percent solution? It gives you the the feeling and sort of the 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 the, the warm and fuzzies and the 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 idea of of flying a jet fighter or flying a helicopter without having to go through the ground school, without having to spend twelve weeks in a ground school, uh, and that and that's probably the the, the where there can be there is room for both and again going back to to our to our tomcat example before there is absolutely room for both versions of the tomcat in the market there absolutely are because you've got one that's a you know you both give us very high quality models uh, externally and internally both give us the the sound of the feeling of flying it but one is is just omits weapon systems and omits some of the more complicated details in the name of accessibility and they have a price point to reflect that. So I think whether you're um, so, so that's why it's important to, again, to, you know, with the, with the concept that we have here of your mileage may vary. So for, you know, for, for me, something like, you know, helicopters for me, the helicopter mafia here has been, you know, getting me into helicopters for years, and I've always struggled with it. But for me, if when I do fly a helicopter, I take it as a bit of a challenge. I, I, you know, I, I remember flying the my my helicopter experience basically start and ended with the um, what was the helicopter in FSX? Um, an acceleration. FSX? In FSX acceleration, oh, the, the Merlin, the Merlin, the, the Merlin, okay. the Merlin. So basically, my my helicopter experience started okay. and f- started and finished with the Merlin, like that was it. And and you know, I didn't have to. You know, it wasn't until I flew the Fly Inside's um, R twenty two, sorry, uh, to Fly Inside's Bell forty seven, that yeah. it's like, oh wait, I have to basically keep my right boot in the entire time I'm flying, <laughs> or else I'm going to spin and turn into a fiery crash. So. You know, I for for me again, and, uh, and I, I feel like I'm sort of hogging this a little bit. But for me, the, the you know my simulation experience when I'm flying helicopters is is I, I want something that's 
leaning, you know, I want something that's going to challenge me. You know, uh, there was a there was a stream uh, event many many moons ago that Drew and I were both part of. Um, that uh, the conclusion of this very long twenty four hour stream finished with a, a thing in DCS, and. Do you think oh I could get? The, do you think I, I could, about that. Do, you, but do you think I could get that Ko fifty started? And that's a helicopter with an autopilot. <laughs> you gotta dig up some of the old footage on that one. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. <laughs> if I remember correctly, Shruba wasn't having a great time either. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, we're not. I think I think by that point, by by that point, I'd been up for thirty six hours. Anyway, so. But that's just the thing, too. Helicopters, at least as far as um, Microsoft Flight Simulator goes, helicopters is in such a... Ah, Sergio, maybe you might disagree. It's in a weird place right now because it seems like, at least to me, from what I've seen, most of the, the value in the helicopters that are out there are the helicopters that have no value, like $0, the freeware stuff. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy the Bell 47. Unfortunately, I haven't had a, an opportunity to fly the, um, what is it, the 145 or anything, or anything like that? Yeah. But the 47, you know, I've enjoyed that. And, of course, that's payware. Uh, the 145, from my understanding, is also payware. Well, I think it's like early access or something along those lines. It's payware, yeah. Right. But, you know, when you get back to that whole value type thing, I like the the helicopters that are, like Tristan says, more challenging. That's why I tend to gravitate more towards stuff like the Bell 47 or the Huey or, you know, like the Mm. R44, which granted, debatable on the R series. Anything with Robinson on there is debatable as to how much of a challenge (laughs) it actually is, but... Have you I'm seen have you seen me fly the R22? <laughs> <laughs> we I'm want finding to. at least that um the freeware stuff is definitely a little bit more of the the kick in the pants that I need to kind of keep you, me on the ball. <laughs> you you forgot the Volocopter. The what? The Volocity. <laughs> what what is that? <laughs> oh the drone. <laughs> Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you're right, Ruth. But you're right. You know, just, just um, I'm. I love the Bell Forty Seven. It's not. It's not a bad helicopter. Uh, but you know, and um, <laughs> I, I, I think I've had some people looking at me weirdly when I say when they ask me what which helicopter they should try, and I recommend they try the R Forty Four, because I am having huh. a lot of fun with the R Forty Four in Microsoft Flight Simulator. It's it has a good flight dynamics, which is what I'm looking for. Um, it's not a bad model, um, but it, it's not like you know. Um, yeah, I, pro- I would probably wouldn't like it if it was a cube with, with a rotor on top. But it's it's an R44. It has a pretty decent interior. It doesn't simulate all the systems, but I have a blast flying it. It's it's challenging. It behaves. It feels like a helicopter, like a, a body cruising the air. Unlike mm. other products out there that are um, in the in the market, um, that that's usually the helicopter I tell people to try. You know, try the Air Forty Four. Yeah, you need to install air in the fast, but it's a, it's a great helicopter. Now, I think that's going back into the initial topic, um, and uh, what I'm going to say would probably give us a topic for a completely new episode. Um, but I think it's it's a matter. As with a lot of different things in flight simulation, like for example, which team should I pick up? It's all about asking the right questions. Yes. You, I don't think people should be asking, is something worth it? I think people should ask, does this have, you know, the things that I care for on an add-on? Um. If something has a good 3D model and I don't care about a flight model, I probably don't have to ask if it's worth it. You know, I'm going to check out some videos or some screenshots and, you know, I, I look at the 3D model and I go, yes, this is exactly what I want. Yep. 
Does yep. it not behave like an aircraft? Doesn't matter. I just want something that is pretty and easy to fly, like some add-ons out there. Mm. Um, do you do I pay more attention to the flight model than I do to the 3D model? Don't ask if it's worth it, because I know of some helicopters out there that have not a good flight model, but a lot of people are flying. So they will tell me, yeah, it's worth it. I will have a lot of people telling me it's worth it. And when I pick it up, it will not be worth it for me because it's not what I'm expecting. Those guys have a different expectation from a product, different needs than I have. And even though they are the majority, and you guys know which add-on I'm talking about, and probably a lot of people know, the majority of people will tell you it's a fantastic add-on. And, you know, I should get it. It's amazing. It flies really well. And I pick it up and I don't like it. It, it's not That's worth the bottom it. line. That's yeah, the bottom line. Worth. Temper your expectations and yep. you need to define what your worth is in something or what the value is in something. But in all things, temper your expectations. Ask yep. the questions. Ask those questions. Don't yep. ask an open-ended question. Don't yes. ask something that is very generic. Is it worth it? Yeah, I can ask. 10 guys or 20 guys, if something is worth it, and they tell me, yeah, is it is it the PMDG 737 worth it? I'm sure it is for those that like airliners. I, yes, exactly. I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's not worth it for me. I'm not going to cough that money because I'm not going to fly it at all. Yeah. I don't like airliners. It's, you know, I I don't care about airliners. And. And, and, know. That's, know. <laughs> and, that, and that's and that's and that's and that's a, a really great way to sort of highlight it because whether whether you sim to role play the life of an airline pilot where you know you file your flight plan you know you you download your charts you log everything you fly the route everything with you know with exact times and you you know you role play being an airline pilot whether you you know, role play, planning a mission, doing a, a mission brief, you know, to conduct a seed strike uh, against targets in Georgia or whether you role play, you know, because remember, folks, that no matter what you're doing, if you're flying, if you're using a simulator, whether it be a truck sim, flight sim, a space sim, whatever, you're role playing. I'm going to, I can feel the hate already from that comment. Um, oh, <laughs> when, you know, wait, when, wait, you know, let me look at the, wait, let me look at the comments. <laughs> oh, oh, shite. Um, so, you know, or whether, you know, whether you're, you know, you know, whether you're extracting troops from a, from a, from a dust off zone, you know, or whether you're, you know, whether you're, you know, you, whether you're ferrying rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong, whatever, Way that you want to sim a cargo plane with no virtual cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna let that one go. <laughs> I didn't say a thing. I didn't say a thing. So whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever way you want to sim is valid, and the same token. Just because the next virtual aviator sims chooses to sim in a different way does not invalidate their way of simming. Each of you and all aviators and all all, sim, all you know all virtual aviators, you are we are all valid in our own way of simming, however that might be. And that then leads into the thing of your mileage will vary. So. As Sergio said, the PMDG 737, even at that bargain basement price for, from PMDG, is that at, with all its detail, with all the engine information and all the things? I don't, I don't know. Do you get coffee served to you in that flight deck? Um, the all of those features of that amazingly well detailed aircraft. If Sergio doesn't role play being an airline pilot it's not worth it his mileage you know his mileage out of that add-on will be negative and he will you know and if and if he went you know so and i'm just gonna you know 
throw this out there. If we have a virtual aviator that comes in and says, you know, should I get the PMG 737? And I'll guarantee you that that pose has already happened a dozen times in every one of our groups. You will see a bunch of people that will all say, yes, get it. It's the most realistic version of the 737. I question how many of you have actually been in a 737 sim. Next question. Um, is that, you know, the, the, you know, the most realistic, you absolutely have to get it. It's the must-have add-on. But if that virtual aviator wants to do virtual firefighting using a helicopter, if that's how they actually want to sim, what became of that advice? Yeah, that's let, let, Tristan. Let me just say mm. something so that we reduce a bit of the hatred in the comments. We know, we know, we are. Why I'm having so much fun? <laughs> just, we need, we, we need to, we need to be clear on something. We are providing extreme examples. Obviously, yes. you guys yeah. need to understand that. You know, the fact that I don't fly airliners, and, and we are giving the example of if the PMDG is worth it. And of course, it's not worth it for me. I'm not even going to ask that. So, yes, we are we are giving some extreme examples. You know, uh, a helicopter pilot asking if an airliner is worth it. Yeah, it. it, it but it's it's an not extreme example to right. illustrate a point. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. to illustrate a point. Yeah. Um, we can give an, another example, and um, this this is ha has happened a lot. And I already talked about it. You know, when, when people ask which scene they should be getting, mm -hmm. your mileage may vary. Yeah. And, and we, and you see, and you, you see, I am, I am 100% sure you guys already saw this and the guys watching has already saw this on many groups. Someone asking, which team should I get? And they, they get a list of guys saying, oh, get X-Plane, get Microsoft Flight Simulator, get P3D, get whatever. Flight gear? And not one of them, not one of them mm. asks the guy, what do you, what are you looking for in a sim? That's a yep. question I always, yep. I always, I always make. You know, what are you, uh, what are you looking for? Mm -hmm. Military, civilian? Do you want? And, and you know, we, with a few questions, you can in, in immediately direct the person to whatever product you think is better for them. Is it military? Is it civilian? Do you want to fly the world? Are you looking for um, in-depth? Thank you for that expression, gentlemen. In-depth <laughs> systems. <laughs> not study level, in-depth systems. If you ask just a few questions, just three or four questions, you can direct the person to the sim. Mm. If they tell you, yeah, I want a military sim. Yep. Come on. There's really one military sim in the market. You know, <laughs> what, what? why should I be going through a list telling me, oh, explain, oh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, I want to fly a military sim. I want to fly helicopters. Yeah, I'm sure as hell not going to tell him to get P3D or FSX, mm. right? Yep. Oh, I want to fly helicopters. Um, so I probably tell him, okay, so you want you probably want to grab X-Plane or DCS. But then the guy says, yeah, but I want to fly helicopters in Spain or Portugal or, you know. Yep. Yeah, DCS is out of the question then because you want to fly helicopters with a good flight dynamics in the world or around the world. So you need a team that supports good helicopters and the whole world. So you probably go with X-Plane, even though Aerofly FS2 is great, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have the whole world. So yeah, I forgot that one. So it should be X-Plane DCS or Aerofly yeah. FS2. But you know, your mileage may vary. So you need to ask the right questions. You, you need to ask by asking the right questions. And the guys answering those questions, if in case someone does not ask those questions, you need to try and clarify what is it that the person yes. wants from a certain module or add-on or whatever. It's up to us to try and help each other, but the right questions need to be asked. Otherwise, open-ended questions answered by something that speaks to you, resonates to mm -hmm. you, it may not resonate to that person. And, so, and, and that's a that's a really important part as well, is that be part of that community because often when people are asking that question, then maybe not often, but but you know, at times, you know, they they might be new to the sim or they might be new to it and they're not sure and they're still finding their way. Um 
and, and it's really up to us to help as the, you know, up to, up to you, you know, not just up to us, but up to you, the viewer to be part of this virtual community, you know, and this virtual world to be able to support. As Sergio said, if somebody, if you see somebody asking that question, then do your part to help guide that, that fledgling simmer along and say, okay, what's important to you? Because simulation gaming is just so, it's so diverse and has so many possibilities. Uh, and one of the things that I've always railed against for so long is how we gate kept ourselves for so long. And we have a, you know, and, and, and we have a, we have an opportunity with, with Microsoft Flight Simulator, with, with X-Plane 12 coming out, um, and even with other sims that are out there, we have an opportunity with modern technology and, and communication to be able to, 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 to take, to knock down some of those barriers. So do your part as part of the community and, and ask those questions. If you see somebody who's maybe not thought of that far ahead, help guide them. As Sergio has said, ask them the, the questions that they, the, the, the unspoken questions and help them sort of guide them to bring them along. It, they may not sim the same way you are. So, and as Sergio, exactly as Sergio said, what works for you may not work for them. So help them guide them to their best way of simming. The same goes for like the content creators out there, the streamers, YouTubers. When you're reviewing your products and so on and so forth, just try to put that out there as well so that people know that it might not be something for them just because yeah. it's, you know, the greatest plane since, you know, the Wright brothers took to the sky, it might not be something that you like, but if it is something that you find a value in something that's going to, you know, eat up all of your free time on weekends or something like that, then yeah, absolutely hype the hell out of it, but don't just hype stuff for the sake of hyping stuff because you're kind of doing a disservice to people when people go out there and you know just willy-nilly spend their money and then come back and be like well this really isn't doing anything for me or i've had this in my hangar for months and i haven't flown it, it. it's the, not really helping the number of aircraft it's i've got that really for is not funny so no, no so, people uh, yep. it's it, you 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 can enjoy you can like you can you can be hyping a product you can be just absolutely stunned by the quality of the product but when you tell that to, to people tell them why Yes, it's the oh, why. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. just tell them, That's oh my thing. God, this is fantastic. Yeah. Period. Because you know, why, people go, why oh, do you find it fantastic? There. Why exactly. is it tell amazing? Them why is it that for you is fantastic? Mm. Because if someone really resonates with what you are looking for and those points that you are telling people that you really enjoy, mm -hmm. people will understand it's the add on for them. Don't just make this a tribal thing of us versus them. You know, don't just say it's great because you want to say it's great and then get people to just join your tribe and validate your choices. Because a lot of times that's what happens. You know, when we see those people saying, okay, you know, when someone asks which thing they should use, I, I'm they, they mean well when they are trying to tell people what to use, but it's just, you know, it almost looks like they're just, trying to pull them, suck them into their tribe, suck them into their, you know, their religion, their seeming religion. Um, <laughs> <Not cult. laughs> it's, not, it is. It is. And the Sims of a cult and, and, and we've seen it ad nauseum. We see it every time you know, a new Sim gets released or announced and all the rest of it. So let us know, let us know why you like an add-on. And, yeah, and talk about why. That, yeah. And, and yeah. the same thing when, and, and, and as we sort of round out here as well, if somebody asks for feedback and says, you know, so, and this is sort of another part of this as well. If somebody posts in a group and says, hey, I've been thinking about this, what's your experience with the, you know, the mad dog, you know, fly the mad dog. So when you say, don't just say, it's great. Say, why is it great? Is it great because the 3D model is good? Is it great because you have to spend 25 minutes before you push back because you've got to fiddle the switches? Is it great because... You can just control E it and 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 you're in the flight and you fly because the the other the other point of view and again as, as we round this out it's there is always room in the market for aircraft that are not what what do we say 
um, in in depth in their simulation. There is we'll absolutely shallow. Yeah, there, there is absolutely a market for ones that have um, you know easily accessible systems and you know quasi real estate. There is a market for it. There also has to be a price point that goes with it. As I said, not going to get into that one, but there there is a market for both. You know, high fidelity systems modulation and high fidelity um, flight modeling, and there is there is room in the market for lower fidelity of both. But what works for you may not work for the next person. Somebody might be just wanting to yank and bank, and that's fine. Somebody else might be wanting to go in depth with simulation. That's fine too. They can both coexist. So that's the important thing to say. All right. As we round this episode out, final thoughts from you, Sergio. Yeah, I think we've pretty much said, said everything. Um, your mileage may vary. Whatever is it that you do, ask the right questions. And, well, don't be afraid to ask them, first of all. Um, most of the groups, most of the community is fantastic and people are willing to help. There's a lot of helpful guys out there. But you have to ask the right questions. Otherwise, you'll get the wrong answers or at least not the ones that should be helpful to you. Mm. So above everything, enjoy yourselves, guys. Flight simulation is a great hobby, but we just need to relax and enjoy ourselves sometimes. Just just enjoy it. Yeah, just That's enjoy. the bottom line right there. <laughs> if you're not having fun at the end of the day, you're doing it wrong. I hate to say it. <laughs> if you're not having fun, you are doing it wrong. That's None of us are going to get like, you know, uh, whatever certification it is that we're going to be able to fly the real thing after we're done with this. We're on our PCs or in some cases, you know, console or whatever. Yep. It's for fun, ultimately. doesn't matter if your idea of fun is punching holes through the clouds, inverted, or if your idea of fun is flicking every single switch in the book and doing everything by the numbers. It's still fun, and we need to remember that. We really do. We're supposed to be enjoying this. This is supposed to be our downtime. Uh, you know, this is what we do to relax. So whatever, and, and, and yeah, echoing both of my fellow grumpies here is they, they, you both nailed it, is that whatever, you know, enjoy, whatever fun and enjoyment looks like to you is what is going to give you the most mileage. So whether it be an add-on, whether it be a SIM, whether it be hardware, your mileage will always vary. And the definition of that mileage and that the amount of mileage you'll get isn't necessarily defined by the add-on or the extra add or the the thing that you're looking at it's actually coming from you and what you want and it's fairly existential really when you think about it but figure out what you want out of your semi experience and it's okay if that evolves and changes over time what you know, what worked for me and my semi experience 10 years ago looks absolutely nothing like what my semi experience looks like now. And that's because. Testify. Oh, uh, and that's because what I want out of my semi experience has evolved and has very much changed. Uh, so, you know, don't be afraid to reestablish that uh, within yourself. So, and as always, be good humans to each other and help each other out. And on that existential thought uh, for the day, that that does round out another episode of the Three Grumpy Simmers. As we pull back and pull our uh, sticks down and uh, after seeing the kids off the lawns, uh, I want to say a huge thank you uh, to Sergio from HellySimmer.com for joining us once again. Thank you very much, guys. See you next episode. And of course, it would not be an episode without uh, Drew Belgio joining us as well. Always my pleasure. All righty, folks. Keep right. it real. And folks, <laughs> don't forget to check out helisimmer.com for all your helicopter, rotary winged, and occasional drone information uh, in the flight simulation world and some pretty cool <laughs> news videos. The only other 
flight simulation news video that gets released weekly other than my Nova app. And of course, check out the amazing work by Abel Geode and his story-driven... Uh, I'm really loving your chill flights lately, actually, uh, Drew. Just uh, the, the latest one with the... What, it, was, it was an Aerobat? No. Um, uh, Aeropract, the Air 22, yeah. the Ukrainian company. Uh-huh, yep. So, awesome little bit. Some great awesome. stories, some great story vids, especially going through the world of Tamriel. And so don't forget to give them both a like and a follow. And maybe if you've seen that you're here watching on my channel, maybe give this video a bit of a, a like and maybe a bit of a subscribe here as well. All right, folks, that rounds us out. Thank you very much for joining us. In the meantime, don't forget to keep the blue side up, be good humans, take care, and we will see you on the next video. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Well,